Mysterious-ish. Contains graphic and explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Hi! Hello! 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 <laughs> hey, you know what we haven't done in a really long time, and I think I said this last time too. Hi, welcome to Mysterious Ish. <laughs> and also, um, hi, I'm Caitlin. I'm in, Erica. In case you like forgot or you know don't actually know who the fuck we are, which like I'm not gonna lie, I've listened to podcasts for a while and like not figured out whomst is whomst. So fine. it's okay. Everything's great. Erica. Yeah. You told me you were doing something today and then you were not doing it. So what are <laughs> we doing? I'm excited to find out what you're doing. Get me into this case, Erica. So Leonardo was born in Montella Avellino. She was born April 18th, 1894. Oh, Aries. Yeah, we got that Aries energy, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> While she was young, she attempted suicide twice. Oh, yikes. In 1917, she married a registry office clerk. His name was Raffaele Pen- Pensardi. Mm-hmm. You can probably just call him Raphael. Or Raff. Raff. I like Raff. Leonardo's mother did not approve of the marriage, as her mom had a different fellow in mind. Oh. And because of this, Leonardo believed that her mother had cursed them. What? <laughs> Can you imagine if your family actually had the power to curse you and your significant other? Hey, I'm just saying, maybe if you believe enough, it'll actually happen. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, but, like, whatever you put into the universe is about to come back to you. You so right, though. Maybe don't curse people. You right, though. <laughs> In 1921, the newlywed couple moved to Raff's hometown, <laughs> uh, Lori Potenza. And there, Leonardo was sentenced and imprisoned for fraud in the year of 1927. What? <laughs> yep. She was sentenced and imprisoned for fraud. Oh, she was? Yep. <gasps> she was. Yikes. They weren't fucking around in Europe, I Mm-mm. guess. I feel like it was less common in the United States for people to women mm-hmm. to go to prison but like okay all right leonardo i see you later when she was let go the couple moved to lacedonia avlino when their home was destroyed in 1930 Irpina earthquake they moved once again to correggio emilia where leonardo opened up a shop she was popular and very respected within her neighborhood leonardo had 17 pregnancies during her marriage but miscarried oh. three of them oh she still had 14 kids. 10 more of the children sadly passed away during their youth. Yikes, bro. Because of this, she was very protective of the four that had survived. Right, I get that. Her fears were fooled by a fortune teller that gave her a warning some time ago stating that she would marry and have children, but all of them would die young. And Leonardo also visited a Romani yeah. who practiced palm reading. They told her, in your right hand, I see prison, and your left, a criminal asylum. Yikes. In 1939, she learned that her oldest child, and known as the favorite child, Giuseppe, 
was going to enlist in the Italian army in preparation for World War II. She wanted to protect him at all costs and came to the conclusion that his safety required human sacrifices. Ma'am, you you can't sacrifice humans to protect your son who goes off to war. That's not how this works. <laughs> Listen, the world has enough death without you instigating it and making it worse. Yes. <laughs> Faustia Setti, I apologize if that is not how you pronounce the first name. Yeah, cut us some slack. <laughs> I tried. We tried. You're doing great. You're doing great. Thanks. <laughs> Was the first of Leonardo's victims. Seti was a lifelong spinster who had come to Leonardo for help to find her a husband. Leonardo told her about a suitable partner in Pola, but asked her not to tell anyone about it. She also persuaded Seti to write letters and postcards to relatives and friends. She was supposed to mail them once she made it to Pola to let them know everything was fine. Before Seti left, she visited Leonardo, and that is when Leonardo made her move. She killed Seti with an axe and dragged her body into a closet. Yikes! There she cut her into nine parts, (gasps) gathering the blood into a basin, and Leonardo described what happened in her official statement. She just admitted to it? Oh no! Okay, so hold on. Back up. Let me me wrap my brain. Okay. So, Leonardo Mm -hmm. calls this Faustia lady and is like, hey bud, I found the perfect mans for you, and come over and we'll write some postcards to your family and then y- you are going to go meet this man and then I'll send the postcards. Yes. So then she murdered her. Mm. And the postcards still got sent so the family still thinks that she... That is so fucked up! And this lady was supposed to be her friend. <gasps> Ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> this is not cool. The yeah. fuck did she do with the body parts? Well... I'll, I'll tell you. Oh, so no. in her official statement, she says, I threw pieces into a pot, added seven kilos of no caustic soda, no, which I had bought to make soap. No. It stirred the mixture. No. No. Until, <laughs> no. Until the pieces dissolved in a thick, dark mush <gasps> that I poured into several buckets and emptied into a nearby septic tank. As for the blood in the basin, I waited until it had coagulated, dried it in the oven, ground it, and mixed it in the, with flour, sugar, chocolate, milk, and eggs, as well as a bit of margarine. Kneading <laughs> all the ingredients together, I made lots of crunchy tea cakes and served them to the ladies who came to visit. Though, uh, what's his name? <laughs> what's his name? Guesape. Giuseppe. <laughs> Down into laughter is what got me. <laughs> oh, I'm crying. Guesape. <laughs> Just call him George. Giuseppe. Giuseppe. George. That was some good shit. <laughs> Quality content. Just me scream laughing. Though Giuseppe and I also ate them. So, you know. 
Yeah, isn't that a great way to la- to end a laughing fit? <laughs> okay, so this bitch, yeah, melted her flesh. What does she do with the bones? Bones don't melt. That's not how that works. So so so, she let this blood coagulate. But why did she have to mix it in with her tea cakes? Like, honey, you couldn't have just like dumped it in the yard. Why'd you have to bake it into something? Ma'am. There were some sources that stated Leonardo may have received Seti's life savings of 30,000. Is it liar? Is that their currency? Is that what it's called? Do you know? Yeah. As payment for her services. Services. Yeah, thanks. For murdering me. Here you go, $30,000. (laughs) Ma'am. Francesca Suave was Leonardo's second victim. Leonardo claims to have found her a job at a school for girls in Piacenza. Like Seti, Francesca was persuaded to write postcards to be sent to friends, this time from Correggio, detailing her plans, and Francesca paid a visit to Leonardo before she decided to leave. There she was drugged by wine and killed with an axe. The murder happened September 5th, 1940. Francesca's body was given the same treatment as Seti's, and it was said again that Leonardo got 3,000 lire from her second victim. Oh my god. Virginia Cacioppo was Leonardo's third and final victim. Virginia was a former soprano said to have sung at La Scala. Leonardo claimed to have found work as a secretary for a mysterious impresario in Florence. She was also instructed to not tell anyone where she was going. Classic. September 30th, 1940, uh, she visited Leonardo like the last two girls. She was murdered the same, but the difference was her body was melted to make soap. Whoa! Oh, Jesus. She made soap out of this poor... Oh. Well, this was Leonardo's statement. She ended up in the pot like the other two. Her flesh was fat and white. When it had melted, I had a bottle of cologne, and after a long time on the boil, I was able to make some most acceptable creamy soap. (gasps) Gross! Uh, That's disgusting. I gave bars to neighbors and acquaintances. The cakes, too, were better. That woman was really sweet. That's so fucked up! Isn't it? Girl, you can't say that! You murdered her! (laughs) Ma'am! It was reported that Leonardo received 50,000 lire, assorted jewels, and public bonds. Yikes. She even sold all of Virginia's clothes and shoes. That's fucked up. Well, I mean, if you're going to make it look like she actually left, then you probably would need to sell everything. You know. Or at least get rid of it, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm not telling people how to commit murder. Albert Albertina Fonti? Fanti? Sure was Leonardo's sister-in-law. She became sus of her sudden disappearances. Wait. Maybe she went ghost for a while, you know, like doing the whole process of like making all these soaps and like maybe she was just like gone for a hot minute, like every time. And her her sister-in-law was kind of like, well, what the fuck? Maybe it means all of the disappearances like surrounding her. Ooh, maybe. Surrounding Leonardo, maybe. I don't know. That's okay. So she's sister-in-law is sus. She reported her fears to the superintendent of police in Reggio, Emilia, who opened an investigation and soon arrested Leonardo. She did not confess to the murders until they believed that her son was involved in the crimes. She then confessed to the murders, providing detailed accounts of what she had done to save her son from any blame. Oh my. Leonardo was tried for murder, Reggio Emilia, in 1946. 
She was found guilty of her crimes and sentenced to 30 years in prison and three years in a criminal asylum. I'm sorry, 30 years for murdering three people? She's like a whole ass serial killer. Like three people is the definition of a serial killer. Mm -hmm. Ma'am, sirs, law enforcement, enforcement. justice system, hello, three people. She made them into soap. She made them into tea cakes. (laughs) 30 years? Okay, 30 years plus what? Three years in a criminal asylum. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they were probably like, well, this lady can't be right in the fucking head. She made them into tea cakes and soap. (laughs) Right, but how how weird that this fortune teller literally told her her destiny and she went down that path. Yikes. Well, it's probably a little bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy, honestly. (laughs) Uh, Leonardo died of cerebral I don't know what that means. I don't know either. In women's criminal asylum in... Pozzuoli on October 15th, 1970, which is coming out. Yikes. Well, September 30th was the day that she died. The one lady died. And that was just a couple of days ago. And October 15th is coming up. Mm -hmm. Oh, yikes. A number of artifacts from the case, including the pot in which the victims were boiled, are on display at the Criminological Museum in Rome. All right. I have opinions. Okay. Well, that was the end. So tell me your opinions. Okay, so there are things that, you know, our morbid curiosity gets the better of us. Right. And like, so like Ted Bundy's car, Mm -hmm. his little Volkswagen Mm -hmm. is kept in a a museum. Museum. And Alcatraz. I'm pretty sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In uh, Tennessee? In in Gatlinburg. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pigeon Forge. Sorry. Same fucking thing. So everyone from Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge is like, no, it's not! (laughs) Sorry. Whatever. So then there's also, like, O.J. Simpson's Bronco. Like, the Bronco that he was chased down the the interstate on. That is also somewhere in a museum. Mm -hmm. But the difference, I don't know. So there's a famous Australian case called Catherine Knight. And this woman murdered her boyfriend... And then cooked him, put his head in a stew pot, and then plated him up, was like planning to feed him to his children. That pot, those plates, nothing is on display anywhere. Because it shouldn't be. Because it's too dark. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right, Like, I don't, I don't know. There's just a line. Like, I still think that it's kind of fucked up that Ted Bundy's car... Because Ted Bundy put his victims in that car mm-hmm. and then, like, lured them to his car, took them elsewhere, murdered them. Right. O.J. Simpson, allegedly, he murdered her. He was he running from the crime and allegedly, after he allegedly, allegedly murdered her, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> so, it's just, there's that line and they fucking crossed it. <laughs> Don't put the pot where people were literally cooked in, in a museum. Nobody needs to see that shit. True. You wouldn't put, like, the shirt that Ted Bundy was wearing when he killed all those co-eds in Florida. Like, you wouldn't kill, or you wouldn't kill. <laughs> I mean, I hope you wouldn't kill. You wouldn't put, like, the literal murder weapon that, like, the Golden State Killer used. Like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do shit like that. So, she, you're basically putting her full M.O., on display right yeah for the, that's just messed up to me that was a fucked up case erica yeah you're welcome i mean i um i forced you to listen to the boys memphis three so <laughs> you know yeah. 
This was my payback, I guess. I was not expecting that. <laughs> not expecting that. This bitch is like, mm, let me try to save my son from the battlefield. I'm going to kill people so Woo-hoo. he doesn't have to. Yeah. So, ma'am, that's not how ma'am. it works. That was a good one. Yes. That was a good one. Even, and we did okay with the Italian, I think. I think so. I think we did okay. Hell yeah. Everyone that speaks Italian is like, absolutely the fuck not. They did <laughs> so horribly. Listen. <laughs> We're trying. I know a little bit of Italian. I had to sing in it a lot of times. That was great English, Caitlin. <laughs> Listen, Beautiful. I can barely speak English. What makes you think I can speak Italian? Okay, we'll see okay. you guys next week. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Mysterious Ish. All episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast directory. Follow us on social media at Mysterious Ish Pod. If you have topic suggestions, questions, or stories to share, you can email us at mysteriousishpod at gmail.com or visit our website at mysteriousishpod.com. Make sure to come back next week for another discussion about the mysteries of the universe. <laughs>